Welcome back to the Dr. Body Mind Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Jude, and this is a podcast which explores how we can integrate modern medicine and alternative therapies to help you get the holistic health care that you deserve. I will be speaking to healers and seekers, researchers and authors who will share their experiences and the evidence to help guide us all to holistic health. Let's do this. So welcome to my solo cast, where I'm just going to explore the question, what is ayahuasca? I'm just going to start off by explaining why I'm in love with this medicine and why I think it's such an an important healing modality. And I think fundamentally it's because it acknowledges and works with the body-mind-soul connection. And ultimately, I think, was the tool that allowed me to really understand and acknowledge the body-mind-soul connection myself. And from there, the podcast has grown and everything from that is starting to emerge. And I think once I'd started to understand the importance of being in alignment with our bodies, minds, and souls, and how fundamental that actually is to our overall health, I started to see the limitations of the Western medical approach, which is only managing the physical body and meeting the physical body with pharmaceuticals, which are essentially dulling our symptoms. Rather than getting into the root cause, which is what ayahuasca is designed to do, it's what it's so good at, really get to the psychological and emotional roots to our physical disease. It's really working with our energy body, a body that the Western paradigm doesn't acknowledge exists. And the way I understand that the sort of ayahuasca Amazonian health system works is that when we refuse to feel an emotion, it gets stuck. And this may be serving us well. In childhood, we may need to numb ourselves in order to survive a situation. But if we maintain that pattern, which develops in childhood and is sometimes inherited, from previous generations, the the neural pathways that have been established at this stage stay in place. And it's these patterns and neural pathways that form at this time that then can get in the way of us as we get older and they actually cause disease. So I just wanted to outline why I am... Discussing this plant medicine before we get into 
what it actually is and how important I think it is to consider within the greater context of how we look at our health. And I just want to place ayahuasca in the context of a big system within the Amazon and the way in which that whole kind of way of thinking is. And I'm not the person or totally well-versed in all of those healing modalities there, but just to point out that there's a whole paradigm um, of which ayahuasca is one component. So what is ayahuasca? So ayahuasca is, first of all, its name directly translates to aya, which is vine. And waska is either translated to the word death or soul. And this kind of tends to reflect people's experiences with this medicine. So it's a vine of the soul or a vine of death. And that sounds and is actually quite terrifying when we think about, you know, the vine of death. But what it's really referring to is allowing parts of ourselves to die. And this means patterns, thoughts, beliefs that are no longer serving us. We get a chance to see them. So when we take ayahuasca, we are able to access parts of our subconscious, parts of our subconscious that we don't ordinarily see. This is what is termed as our shadow, parts of ourselves that we don't want to see, part of ourselves that we don't normally see. And that part of ourselves, our subconscious, runs the show. About 80% of what we do is driven by our subconscious, part of part of ourselves that we are not currently aware of. And ayahuasca brings awareness to these parts of ourselves, which then allows us to make a choice. Do we want to continue with these old patterns or do we want to try something new? But in order for us to try something new, we have to be willing to let go of these patterns, beliefs, sometimes parts of our identity, which can be a really profoundly challenging process because we are very attached to our identities. They are what tether us to our sense of self. And when our identities and our sense of self is challenged, it can be really quite scary. So this is really the work that people speak of when working with ayahuasca that can be really challenging. And from my experience, the, the drink ayahuasca helps us gain awareness of some of these patterns which may be holding us back. And it's the work of the healers through these 
Icarus, they're called in the Shipibo tradition, which is I'm, which is what I'm most familiar with. It's through these songs that the healers are singing to you that are assisting a clearing of those patterns quite physically at times. So this is what they refer to as the purge. Through the vibration of the sound and the songs that are being sung, energy, energy blockages are being moved through the body. And then you are able to release them through different purges that the body goes under so that can either be vomiting it can be moving your bowels it can be through sweating it can be through changes of temperature it can even be through a bit of agitated movement that you're just shifting shifting dense energies to ultimately release them from the physical body but what you're actually releasing are Patterns, emotions, thoughts, beliefs. Now, I know that that can sound quite abstract. And it is quite abstract. It's something that really is very unfamiliar within the Western mind. But part of work does require a surrender into the unknown. Because everybody's experience is unique And each experience for everybody is also unique. Now, just to rewind a little bit, ayahuasca is actually a mixture of two plants that are found in the Amazon. It is a mixture of the ayahuasca vine and the chacuna flower. And it is the concoction of those two plants together into a brew, which is often gently cooked down over a few days that that refers to the ayahuasca. And chemically, you've got DMT, dimethyltryptamine, DMT, dimethyltryptamine, which comes from the jacuna flower. And you've got MAOI, so monoamine oxidase inhibitor in the vine. And it is this combination that allows DMT to not be broken down by MAO inhibitors, an enzyme in the stomach which is naturally present to allow the level of DMT to rise in the blood. And when the concentration of DMT rises, you start to feel the effects of that. And DMT is a powerful hallucinogen. So when that compound increases, people often get quite powerful visual hallucinations. And from a fairly recent study in 2019 conducted by Imperial College London, which is 
pretty cool, where they injected DMT into, I think, 12 or 13 participants' arms. They did EEGs. They did, um, which are sort of um, placing electrodes on their brains, on people's brains, on their brains, to measure the brainwaves, to try and sort of find out what is happening when people are under the influence of this DMT. And they found that the brain waves of the participants really resembled a dreamlike state. So DMT alters your sense, alters your state of consciousness into a dreamlike state. And what's really cool about a dream time state or a dream state is that in a dream state, there are limitless possibilities. We're not limited by time or space or gravity in the dream world. And what this allows is that you've got one foot in reality you are able to ground yourself during an ayahuasca trip. But you also have this one foot in the dream world. And this can give you new perspectives that you would otherwise be unable to consider in the real, in, in, in your real world, you know, you become more creative, you're able to problem solve more, you're able to see things from a different perspective, which allows you to approach life moving forward more creatively, more expansively than you otherwise might. But this requires, you know, integration. And that's such a key part of this work is that the work does not stop within ceremony. The work, you're invited to do the work for months or years after your experience. And it's up to you how much you want to change in a way. Are you willing to move more into alignment? Are you willing to use the new perspectives in your life? Are you willing to do things differently and let go of what is no longer serving you? There's no doubt that ceremony really helps with that pro process. Clearing out the debris physically, psychically, emotionally, and actually, that's why people often cry also and laugh as, a, an, as an emotional purge during ceremony. But you have to do the work after as well. And that means therapy. That means journaling. Um, and it's always useful to speak to a therapist who is familiar with plant medicine work. And I'm hoping to have a um, plant medicine um, integration therapists come on the podcast in a few weeks to sort of go into that side of things more. And I also will do another solo cast to sort of go into the ins and outs of how best to prepare for a ceremony. 
there are considerations around diet um, and intentions. And also I will do another episode to talk more about how I would recommend you choose a retreat center. There's some red flags, there's some green flags that may be of help for you. But please let me know if you have any particular burning questions or topics that you would like me to discuss, um, because I would love to do that on this podcast and, um, and or on Instagram. So please find me at dr.bodymindsoul on Instagram or email me at hi at dr body mind soul as well and i would love to hear from you and i would love to answer your questions so i think i will put a full stop to this episode here i'm really open to to your questions i'm going to spend this week really digging into the research that's been done imperial um college london um is is doing some great work and so are ICers um publishing uh some really cool new papers uh that i'd love to really get into so watch out for them and um in the meantime i hope you have a wonderfully holistically healthy weekend and i'll see you here next time thank you for listening body mind soul seekers if you want to connect with trusted alternative therapists, learn more about what they do and how they can help you, check out my new holistic healthcare platform, The Witchy Women. Or if you are a holistic healer that wants to serve and help more people, book in a discovery call with me. Find more details at thewitchywomen.com. To show your support for this podcast, please share it with a friend or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does make a difference. Thank you all so much. Until next time.